Thank you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. And thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture, and these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. A few weeks ago on episode 57, we talked about the value of being open and honest with your community and customers. We know that increasing transparency between an organization, its customers, and its employees builds trust and credibility, which increases customer loyalty. In episode 57, I recommended using two-way communication channels and soliciting feedback from your customers as a way to increase transparency. Today, I invite onto the show Charlie Kennedy, a member of our team who does tremendous work with social media. She's here to discuss building positive relationships with customers using social media. And I can tell you, Charlie's taught me a lot about social media and how to how to be better at, at doing what I do every day. And I'm still learning, Charlie. So welcome to our show, Charlie. Thank you for having me. On a personal level, you know, people use social media to connect with others and stimulate conversations. In time, organizations have recognized that there are many benefits from using social media to human their brand and connect with their communities. What I've learned too, when organizations use social media, they build relationships with their community by facilitating open communication that enables them to learn what matters to customers and employees. So today we're going to really look at, you know, why people use social media and and what we know is that because of a lack of transparency in social media, social media leaves 86% of people likely to choose a competitor over, you know, according to a a Sprout social survey. I mean, that's pretty incredible, you know, Charlie, as we think about that. So organizations can no longer ignore social media. I mean, that's the key. It's not a choice anymore. They can no longer uh, ignore it. So what we want to do is really begin to build a robust effort in how we use social media to help our customers. So thank you for joining me today, Charlie. And as I said, I um, have really enjoyed you being on our team and learning more about social media and how to use it um, for my personal benefit, my personal professional benefit, uh, and also, you know, really helping our, our team and our in our organization uh, leverage the work that we do and the connection we have with others. So thank you for, for being here. So let's start. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Charlie, your background, you know, what interests you in working on social media? Yeah, so my background in social media kind of really stems from growing up as a millennial, since my generation is really where social media took off, um, coupled with my studies in college. I graduated from the University of North Florida in 2015 with a Bachelor of Science in Communication. Go Ospreys! Um, (laughs) In the College of Communication at UNF, you know, there are really multiple programs of study to choose from. And I originally wanted to get my degree in marketing, but um, at UNF, the marketing degree is in the College of Business, so it's more salesy than is like the fun social media, website, digital marketing stuff that I'm really interested in. So I ended up choosing to go into public relations. Um, and in PR, you know, we really focused on developing and maintaining relationships with internal and external groups, including the larger society. And so much writing, like so much writing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was yeah. actually required to complete an internship so I could graduate. And um, so during my senior year, I interned at a digital marketing agency agency where I focused mostly on um, SEO, which is search engine optimization. And at that time, SEO wasn't as big of a thing as it is now. It was kind of starting out then. So I learned a lot of the basics of SEO, but also all about creating a digital presence and a digital footprint for businesses, which includes social media. And I was really intrigued by that, of all the things that kind of intertwined to really build that footprint on the internet. Um, So after graduation, I moved home to Pensacola and I started working at um, 
a local marketing agency as a marketing assistant where I was able to gain insights of the ins and outs of the marketing agency and develop my skills. And then I eventually worked my way up to become a digital engagement manager. And then some of my critical roles in that position really included developing the day-to-day -day relationship with our clients and also driving clients' businesses forward through um, my work that really truly inspired and motivated consumers. And social media marketing and advertising were a huge part of that role. Um, I had clients ranging from tourism destinations to construction companies to car dealerships mm -hmm. to private schools and hormone health clinics. <laughs> so <laughs> it went on and on. I had the opportunity to do a lot of learning about a lot of different industries um, in order to reach audiences across all the boards to really um, you know, build that digital footprint for our clients. Um, so then in April, I jumped ship and joined the Cedar Education team as the web and digital content analyst. And here I am now, and I've really enjoyed being able to focus my attention on student education, teacher-ready social media presence to help build our footprint. Yeah, so. and it's been great to have you. And, uh, you know, so interesting to just kind of hear your story back to your to the education days. You know, uh, years ago, Charlie, I, I my bachelor's degree is in business, and it's in, you know, in the business, anything that you did was really mainly from the classes you took. You're right, they were in marketing. It's, it's more sales-oriented. Mm -hmm. um, and... You know, I, I, I often wonder now, where do you go to learn what you've learned? Because it's so significant. So that's interesting to, you know, to see what your choices were, not going into the business school, but really moving into a, a place where you can maximize the potential in your talent in social media. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, uh, you know, just my learning from you, it, it, it makes a huge difference in the way that we build presence within our organization. So that's, uh, appreciate you just kind of telling that story again. It's always nice to hear yeah. it. So let's let's start with this question, Charlie. What what does it look like for an or, for organizations to be transparent on social media? I think it really starts with just being authentic and to show what's behind the brand. You know, organizations should really be using their social media accounts to not just build brand awareness, but to build genuine relationships with their audiences and their community. They could do that by joining in on the conversation about their organization, about their industry, a cause they really care about, and like their direct community um, in their area and so on. And being transparent on social, it really just provides the organization the opportunity to humanize their brand and to connect with their audiences. You know, talk to your consumers, ask them questions, find out what they want to know, communicate, talk about your business performance and your products, but also share your story, share your organization's story, your stories of your employees. Um, just be really clear and admit your mistakes and be open and be 100% honest like all the time, no matter what. Yeah, and I like that. You know, we talked to, on the on the episode fifty seven. We really talked about you know that that consumers are really expecting us to admit our, admit our mistakes. You know, from from time to time. So um, you know that's it, the the times have changed, right? I mean, mm -hmm. times have changed to where people want the transparency. They don't expect perfection, but they expect you to be honest and open in your in your communication and what i hear from you social media really allows us to do that yes yeah, the perfect platform just to be able to be completely honest and completely yourself um, and in your organization self and not to be scared of that right exactly yeah i think that's what i've had to learn you know it's just not to be scared of it so mm -hmm. so as as you you know as we think about transparency in the organization you know let's let's jump to an, a next next question which is how does an organization decide what they want their personality or brand to look like on social media? 
This is my favorite question. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, Dolly Parton once said, find out who you are and do it on purpose. And that's literally my life motto and it applies so much here in this question. So I think first and foremost, it's important to establish your brand's voice and tone across all your channels, whether you're emailing someone, posting on social media, filming a commercial, creating a flyer, or speaking at a conference, your brand should have a voice and guidelines. And brand consistency across all touch points can be a challenge, but it's just so important that your messaging is consistent. You know, figure out what your message is going to be based on your industry and your company's values and then do exactly that. On social media especially, you know, you're allowed to give your brands a personality. For some, it might be sarcastic or snarky. And for others, it could be more informative and educational. So just consider your audience. You know, use what you know about your audience from social data to validate your communication efforts across all of your marketing channels. It takes a lot of time to build a brand on social media. It's not going to happen overnight. Nike didn't wake up one day with 8 million Twitter followers. <laughs> you know, they had to find out who they were as a brand and then do it on purpose. And like Nike always says, just do it. You know, yeah. Just be who you are and be that 100% all the time. So I'm just curious, when you came into our organization, you know, back in the spring, summer, spring, summer, you know, I mean, did you, did you, were you really thinking of, of, you know, learning about us and really trying to, we had to, we are continuing to refine and define ourselves along the way. I mean, were you looking at where are we now and then how can you help us refine and define our brand for the future? Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah. Was? So the first thing I did when I um, came on is I did a complete analysis of all of our accounts from like way back in the day and just kind of mm -hmm. really dug into, I wanted to see like what you guys, where you kind of started, what you were doing then, what you're doing now and what we can do to, you know, bring us forward. Um, so I just really just looked up how we were going and what, um, the plans were for the future and just try to see what I could do with that. Yeah. So. And then, and then just figuring out how to, how to enhance and, and help us, um, you know, guide the way I, you know, it's so interesting because based on your help and, and, and us being more defined about how we build our interactions on social media, I was, I think I told you this summer I was at a session and they did kind of a, a rating on, mm -hmm. you know, how well I was doing. And, um, I was one of the stars in the, in the show that day from, <laughs> from what you've taught me. So, Good. so, um, so just to say, you know, I'm, I didn't naturally come into this world with social media. And on the other hand, as you embrace it, it really does help you know, help you with, with be having positive interactions and mm -hmm. in the, with the, your, the people who connect with you. Yeah. Cause it's, it's an ever changing field. You know, it's always going to be growing. You're always going to be evolving that from, I remember dial up internet and AIM instant messenger to where we are now, like it's going to continue changing. So it's a never stop learning kind of thing. Yeah, so. it really is. So, um, so let's, let's start just kind of shift to, um, and we're t beginning to talk about this, Charlie, what is your process for developing content that will engage audiences, provide them with a deeper understanding of an organization? A little bit more on that. So your audience is going to engage in content in so many different ways. And you really have to find out what those ways are. You know, you can do some research on Sprout Social or HubSpot, maybe look at a buyer's journey or strategic marketing plans for your industry. But um, it will also take a lot of trial and error of your own. It's mm -hmm. also going to be different across different platforms. You know, content is consumed differently on Twitter than it is on Facebook. It's consumed differently on Instagram than it is on LinkedIn. You know, Instagram is more visual, Twitter is quick, but then everyone likes video. So where is that going to fit in there? Yeah. You know, so my process this kind of starts with, um, you know, what do these people want to know? The people in my audience, what do they want to know? Um, is what I'm about to post going to benefit someone looking at this in some way, shape or form? Am I being too salesy? Am I posting today just to check that box? You know, cause I don't ever want to just post just to post. Yeah. So, you know, I want to make sure that my content that 
I'm putting out putting out is um, worthy of being a part of my organization's digital footprint. You know, I try to put myself in our audience's shoes and then kind of go from there. Um, I don't plan out social posts for weeks at a time. I don't want it to seem like we're automatic robots, you know, and I want our contact our content mm-hmm. to be um, organic and relevant to what is happening right now, not what I think is going to happen in three weeks from now. Yeah. So. A lot of times I'll look at like the analytics and seeing what um, like when our audience is most engaged and then posting at those times to um, help meet their needs. A lot of the algorithms on platforms like Instagram and Facebook, they don't really show posts in chronological order. So they show them in what they think you want to see based on your engagement. Mm-hmm. So it's important mm-hmm. that you're posting content that people are actually engaging with. You know, it doesn't matter if you have 10,000 followers. If those followers aren't engaging with your brand, they aren't seeing the content that you're taking time each day to put out. Yeah, that's interesting. I just read a read an article in the last several months. It said, you know, it's the the indicator of the number of followers is not as valuable as the the number of people interacting with you. So you could have you know a thousand followers, but you could have a hundred and fifty people doing continuous mm-hmm. interactions with you, and that hundred and fifty is better than that thousand. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, so so really um, really kind of neat. The other thing you said, I I uh, I thought was. Um, you know, just kind of hit me for a minute, Charlie, was, you know, we, we think about a, a plan and we want to build a social media plan and alignment. But the other thing you said is really, I think, significant. You don't want to be so planned that it's not real. I mean, you're you're then you're not staying true to what your audience is telling you because you want that flexibility exactly. you know, to be able to go in and connect with them. Yeah, we'll yes. kind of, I'll plan like themes out or, you know, if we have events coming up, I'm kind of planning when we want to talk about those, but I don't post our schedule that post three weeks from now to post it today. I just post it that day. Yeah, yeah. Because things change a lot. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, So what do you recommend organizations avoid, you know, doing social media? Because it can be scary out there sometimes. Yeah, so my number one is using hashtags on Facebook. Don't do it. I don't know when hashtags on Facebook tried to become a thing, but it's not a thing. So leave hashtags to Twitter, maybe even LinkedIn. Like no one's searching on Facebook by hashtags. So no one's going to find your contact from your hand, from your hashtags. So just don't, just don't do it. Um, but when it comes to transparency or transparency though, um, there are definitely a few things that organizations really should avoid. And number one being like withholding information. If you have pertinent information that your audience maybe wants to know, uh, share it. Don't hold it back and don't give out half the truth. Just be honest with them and give what you can. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, really not posting often. If you haven't posted on your account since 2014 or if you only post once a month, then your organization probably doesn't seem very relevant and it's not going to be very transparent. So, you know, you don't have to post every single day on social media, um, on every single platform, and you don't have to feel the need just to post, just to post, you know, take the time to create a plan and have someone or even multiple people who are fully dedicated to your social media accounts to find that rhythm and that posting cadence that works really works best for your audience. Um, And then also, this is a big one, um, ignoring questions and reviews, whether Mm -hmm. it's a customer or even an employee, do not ignore them, you know, provide the answers that you have. If you don't have an answer, then tell them you're working to get the answer and then actually go get the answer and then get back to them. And and if someone leaves a good review, please say thank you. And if someone leaves a bad review, then address the issue. Don't just sweep it under the rug and ignore it. Um, And I will say that, you know, sometimes you will encounter social media trolls who are just out to bring you down, but address them the first time or two. But if the same person is repeatedly commenting and harassing you and, um, you know, posting negative stuff on your pages, just report them, block them, and move on. Don't keep feeding into their comments. They'll eventually move on and find someone else to bother. And I know it's a social media troll. What's a social media troll? It's not this cute little thing under the bridge. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's uh, Social media trolls are really people who are just deliberately provoking people online by saying like offensive things. You know, They try to make people upset and angry. They rant. They 
sometimes post death threats, they spew hate speech, you know, they kind of attack opponents' characters and they um, they say things that appeal to people's feelings rather than their intellect. You know, they're foes of your company, not your friends. So don't mix trolls up with angry customers and you know, sometimes it's just, mm. it's okay to simply ignore the trolls um, and not fuel their fire, but if you can't ignore them, make sure you respond to them with facts, diffuse the situation and then when all else fails, just block them and keep going on about your day. Like don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing. Yeah, that's really, I think that's really great advice, Charlie, because I, I love what you just said. Don't confuse, like, your angry customers or people who have issues with the with the trolls, right? I mean, mm -hmm. just cause, because they're different, and so treat them differently. I, I really like that a lot. I think, you know, same thing in organizations. There are some people who are just, when we work with partner organizations, they're just going to intentionally block everything you do. You can't let them control what mm -hmm. you do to, for progress, right? I really, really like that. Really good, really good advice. So let's end today. Um, you just, you have such great um, expertise and knowledge. So, um, you know, let's end with the, with letting our audience know the one thing your, their organization can do this week, you know, to increase transparency and trust with their audience on social media. What do you think? I think really just taking the time to just be open and honest, you know, go back and look at what you've been doing and kind of self-reflect a little bit and then take the time to plan out like, you know, what your next steps are going to be and just be really honest and be open um, and just share who you are as a brand and who you are as a company and then who you are as employees as well. So just take the time just to be honest and open. Yeah, I think that's really great advice. Um, you know, we, we, we have company values and we live those values and we have processes and I think you really talk through um, ways that we can learn about how we use social media to help help build better connections with people and relationships so mm -hmm. you know is that I mean at the end of the day Charlie is that what we're talking about is that you know, we're always trying to build relationships with people. Do you think social media really helps us do that? I think it does. And, you know, it's it's an easy way to um, access information and for you to put out information from your company, from your business. And it's not always going to be easy. Sometimes it could be hard. Um, but just don't be afraid to fail. You know, try, see what happens, put it out there. You might only get two likes from your personal page and from your mom. But they got your back, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. But, you know, it's okay. Just try. Because what, what could fail on Facebook might work great on LinkedIn or might be great on Twitter. So really just... Go out there, try to communicate, do your best that you can, and just don't be afraid to fail. Yeah, so. I think that's great. You, uh, you've you just been a tremendous asset to our team. I'm so glad you had an opportunity um, to talk to our audience and to connect with me today. I just appreciate you, Charlie. Yeah. Appreciate Thank you for what having me. So you all, as you go out, uh, out this week, you know, just think through how you can best use social media as an asset to your organization. I've, I've had to learn that myself and really transition my mind into to thinking that way and I can tell you it's provided great benefits for me as a professional and for our organization. So thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you next week as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.